everybody. It's The Wake Up. Here's what's going on in Hollywood, the media biz, and social platforms on Thursday, June 18th, 2020, with ABC revealing their fall-ish schedule, plus a ton of deals at HBO, Amazon, AMC, and Hulu, plus SiriusXM gets in on the podcast business. I hear it's really taking off. All brought to you by my favorite non-alcoholic beer, Athletic Brewing. And now over to Hollywood. It was ABC's turn to announce their more broadly and aptly titled 2020-2021 TV schedule versus their fall schedule. It's also pretty similar to their current schedule, but scraps the Tuesday night comedies thing and an hour of comedies on Friday. It also has Millionaire, The Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, and Shark Tank all on the schedule at the same time, figuring those productions will be the first ones to be able to churn out new product. ABC will also very likely have a bunch of NBA regular season and playoff games on the schedule in September and the first half of October this year, which should help, as well as hopefully college football on Saturdays. I'll put a link to the recap from The Hollywood Reporter in the show notes for those inclined. And now a bunch of new project news, and we'll uh, start with HBO because they know why. HBO has ordered a special from director Jay Roach and writer Paul Rudnick called Coastal Elites that'll be shot remotely and star Bette Midler, Caitlin Deaver, Issa Rae, Dan Levy, and Sarah Paulson, according to uh, all the trades. The satire will focus on characters in New York and L.A., uh, Coastal Elites got it, uh, who are coping with the political climate and living in coronavirus times, I'm guessing from the Hamptons, uh, through an interwoven series of confessionals. The special will premiere in September. Over at Sister Company, HBO Max, they ordered a new animated series from the guys behind HBO's Life and Times of Tim. This one's called 10-Year-Old Tom. Uh, these guys in the tease. Uh, Tom being a 10-year-old who's always being let down or corrupted by the adults around him. Ah, uh, preach, brother. The folks at Hulu ordered a pretty high-profile eight-episode limited series called Dope Sick that's based on the best-selling book, according to Deadline. Michael Keaton will star, Barry Levinson will direct, Game Change writer and Empire showrunner Danny Strong wrote it, and Warren Littlefield is the exec producer. It takes a wide-ranging look at the opioid epidemic through several different character lenses and settings. Universal Pictures bought a movie pitch to star Colin Jost and Pete Davidson, according to Variety. The movie's called Worst Man, and uh, let me guess, it revolves around a wedding party? Uh, yes, it's about family antics that ensue in the weeks leading up to a wedding. Note, this is not a green light, but the script is being written, and they're going out to directors. And yes, Lorne Michaels is a producer. AMC and IFC have combined their C's to renew the sketch comedy show Sherman's Showcase for a six-episode second season, which will air on both networks next year. The show only aired on IFC last summer. However, a Sherman's Showcase Black History Month spectacular special will air on AMC tomorrow night. And of note, John Legend is an exec producer on the series. And in the final deal of the day, busy day, uh, Amazon Prime acquired an untitled documentary on voters' rights from a pair of Oscar-nominated directors. That would be Liz Garbus and Lisa Cortez. The documentary features former Georgia Congresswoman and Democratic candidate for governor Stacey Abrams. Amazon's going to give it a theatrical release this fall prior to the election before adding it to Amazon Prime. And we'll round out this section with somewhat shocking news. Uh, that 70s show actor Danny Masterson was arrested on three charges of rape in Los Angeles. The three alleged incidents occurred in the 2001 to 2003 time frame. He posted $3.3 million bail yesterday afternoon, according to Deadline. 
Next up, the media biz and social platforms. Sirius XM and Kim Kardashian both make respective moves into the podcast space. Huh, fools. Twitter rolls out a new voice tweet feature, and today's pop quiz. What did Michael Keaton's Mr. Mom make at the U.S. box office, and when was it released? Okay, I know the answer to one of those questions, uh, but first, a brief message about my favorite non-alcoholic beer, you know, Athletic Brewing. And I know you may be saying, uh, hey, I enjoy a little buzz when I have a beer, but uh, I encourage you to think about it this way. What did you drink with your lunch this week? I bet it was either a boring water or seltzer or some sort of a diet drink where you probably can't pronounce half the ingredients in it or something like a sweet tea or a sports drink or a soda, which are just full of sugar. What makes Athletic Brewing great is that they make a wide range of beers from golden ales to IPAs, lagers, and even coffee stouts, all using certified organic malt. And the golden ale only has 50 calories and the IPA only has 70. They're delicious. And I mean, hey, you get to have a beer for lunch. It's just kind of fun. Best of all, they ship to all 50 states. Go to athleticbrewing.com slash shop and you get free shipping when you order two six packs or more. And they're now donating 10% of all online sales to the Restaurant Worker Relief Fund. Look, we could all use something fun and new in our lives that's actually also delicious. Athleticbrewing.com slash shop. The link's in the show notes. Go check it out today. And now the answer to today's pop quiz. Mr. Mom was released in 1983 when most of the jokes went way over my head, but I still enjoyed it. It took in $64 million at the U.S. box office, which when adjusted for inflation would be 220, 221, whatever it takes. Ah, sorry, couldn't resist. It would be about $168 million today. Now over to the media biz and social platforms. Twitter is adding a new feature where you can record an audio clip and tweet it versus having to actually type it out like a loser. Please don't tell Trump. Uh, Granted, the text won't appear on screen. There'll just be a click to listen icon, so you'll still have to type something to say uh, what it is or give an incentive for someone to actually click to listen, though the audio will play as you continue to scroll. The voice tweet feature is rolling out to some users this week, but will be available to everyone in, quote, the coming weeks. Sirius XM made a move into the podcast space. No, don't worry, this one's still for sale. They bought Simplecast, which is a service that podcasters can use to host and get their podcast distributed. According to The Hollywood Reporter, Sirius will combine it with something called AdsWiz. Don't forget the second Z on the end, which is their advertising tech division. It seems like Sirius is making a move into the podcast advertising revenue business, but uh, how all this fits into the greater Sirius XM Pandora empire was uh, not exactly laid out. And Spotify continues to make deals for exclusive content, signing Kim Kardashian to co-host a criminal justice podcast, according to the Wall Street Journal, who cited people familiar with the matter, my favorite kind of people. No deal price was disclosed, but the podcast, which you will only be able to hear on Spotify, is going to revolve around a TV producer who will also co-host the podcast with Kim and her work involving a 1994 case focused on a man convicted of three murders who continues to claim innocence and whose sentence has been appealed several times still to no avail. And in today's programming notes, just one, Padma Lakshmi's new food show, Taste the Nation, drops today on Hulu. That one is 10 episodes of Padma going around the country and exploring different aspects of society and culture through cuisine. And let's finish out with Kelly Clarkson and her band who dropped perhaps a carefully chosen song for her latest installment of Quarioke on her daytime syndicated TV show, a cover of Aretha's Chain of Fools. And hey, Kelly still got it. You got me. 
If you would, give a rating on the Apple Podcasts and leave a nice short review. Think of it as a graffiti, but on the internet. For you internet law-abiding citizens, just sharing it out on LinkedIn is great too. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey.